conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals all over the world, welcome back to the one and only Conscious couples podcast. We have a very special episode for you today. It is on, are you getting enough alone time in your relationship? And yes, I just read that off my remarkable. Mm. Judge me if you will. (laughs) No. So as always, we want to give a huge shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Next Level Podcast Solutions, or not our sponsor, our producer of Mm. this show. Audio, video, everything you need, Next Level Podcast Solutions. The link will always be in the show notes. And uh, Ron, the leader of our uh, production team, if you are listening to this, please always put the link in our show notes at the bottom to Next Level Podcast Solutions. Okay. So today's episode is going to be about, again, are you getting enough alone time in your relationship? And as always, love, what's your intention for today's episode? Ladies first. My intention for today's episode for all of our listeners is to help empower them, own what we're going to be calling your sweet spot, and in particular, feel empowered to be able to own that safe space that is whatever your version of alone time is and whatever capacity that makes you feel the most you own that. So you have a story that you think uh, sets the stage pretty well for this episode of uh, a relationship that you've observed. So yeah, I do. So a relationship that I've observed, um, I think is perfect for this episode because when you ask this question, are you getting enough alone time in your relationship? I've, you know, observed many relationships in my upbringing and in clients and so much. And I've seen this one unique pattern with this individual. And I thought it would be good for this episode. So I observed that every single time the wife in this relationship Every single time her partner would go out and travel, what I noticed is that there was a a major shift in the energy, in the expression, in how this woman lived her life. And what would happen is every single time this partner of hers would go and travel, there was the shift into more of the abundant, more bubbly, more fun, loving energy that really it was so obvious what would happen is this you know this person would open up windows they would throw on you know the lighting that they wanted they would throw on the music that they wanted they would like really like just shift into the gears that i really know them at a deep level parents are gone <laughs> time to party time to party yeah, <laughs> it, it would be like a whole shift into this like type of their personality that I, knowing this person, always just loved and adored and cared about. And it was fascinating to see like as soon as that partner would come back home or come back from their travels, this person would very much shift out of that and shift into a completely different gear. And 
it always made me wonder like what what was different about that person's presence that her partner's presence that would shift her out of kind of this version this bubbly expressed very fun like you know don't get me wrong there was still that when her partner was around but I noticed just a significant difference and it made me wonder like okay what is like alone time for this person like what does that look like and I I think to the topic that we're going to be talking about noticing that everyone has different gears obviously when they when they are in a relationship in terms of like what their needs are how those are being met in the relationship how they aren't but more specifically what type of alone time do they need from their partner to really honor who it is that they are and so in these observations, we we started to look at the different types of dependencies that relationships really can have. And for every single listener that we have out there, like having an acute understanding of what your unique version of what is enough loan time, I think is really important. All right. So in this analogy, we're going to use a stick shift car. My very first car was a Jetta and it was manual. And so imagine a car with four gears. You have first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear. And imagine if you've never actually driven a stick shift and you're a younger listener, because I know a lot of people are mostly automatics these days, even though our parents always was stick shift. Maybe you went to an arcade and you had like one, two, three, four gears. (laughs) First gear, video game. video game. Yeah, that works. Go. Okay, so first, <laughs> first gear is dependent. Mm. So there's dependent. Second gear is independent. Third gear is codependent. Fourth gear is interdependent. A dependent is like an like an infinite. And and by the way, sweetheart, I just made this connection on this episode mm-hmm. live. I know that we all have you know, in IFS, internal family systems, there's a talk of these different parts. Mm-hmm. I think that we all have a dependent part, an independent part, an interdependent part, a codependent part. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating how I connected all that right now. So a dependent is like an infant. Mm-hmm. It's like the little child version of you that cannot survive without, it's completely dependent on its caregivers. Yeah. Okay. A dependent on others. To meet its needs. Independent is like the the rebel teenager who wants to carve their own unique path and is sick and tired of living under mom and dad's roof mm-hmm. and is just in a total rebel phase. Who here's had a rebel phase before? Say I. Say <laughs> I. <laughs> I had two, so I, I. <laughs> just joking. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> and then the third is codependence. Mm-hmm. Codependence, there's, there's, healthy codependence and unhealthy codependence. Mm. And again, all of that is based on your awareness of this. But essentially what codependence is, I'll, I'll, I'll do the unhealthy one. Unhealthy codependence is sort of like that couple. Imagine a couple that doesn't really like each other, kind of loves each other, but doesn't really like each other, but but still needs each other. Mm. They're, they're, they're clingy to each other. They almost can't exist without each other, that kind of thing. And then there's interdependence. I believe we live in an interdependent world. I believe that no no one's fully independent and no one's fully codependent. Mm. You need both. You need a, a harmonization of both. And so interdependent is sort of like, I don't need Emilia to survive. I want to be with Emilia out of choice. Mm. Emilia doesn't need me to survive. She wants to be with me. We, we often say we choose each other every day. Yeah. And... That's really the frame here. When we start our life, we start in first gear. We're dependent. We're infants. We need milk. We need food. We need nourishment. Mm. Second gear, independent, rebel teenager. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad are away. 
blasting the little chem <laughs> kegs in the basement. Let's rock. I'm joking. Okay, third gear, codependence. I think most people actually end up stopping and getting stuck in codependence. Mm. I certainly was there before my 30s mm-hmm. in many regards. Fourth gear is when you really start to create your own life and start making your own choices and really free yourself from the chains that your upbringing and this is the interesting thing. I think in our upbringing, we we have this this safety net that also has this glass ceiling mm-hmm. on it. And we get to a place in our life where we decide, maybe consciously or unconsciously, okay, I'm going to get rid of the safety net. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad aren't going to take care of me anymore or grandma, grandpa, whatever it is, mm-hmm. caregiver. And I'm going to go and create this interdependent life where I help others and they help me. Mm -hmm. And if you think about your job right now, if you're out there watching or listening to this, whether it's your own business or another company, you give value to the company by working there and then they compensate you with pay or whatever, commission, you name it. And so everything in this world is interdependent, but not when we are constantly in fear of losing one another or if we don't have the self-belief to believe that we have self-reliance. And so this is a really heavy topic, but what gear are you in at what time? And I think that all of us have all four gears. It's just a question of if you're in the wrong gear at the wrong time, you're going to crash the car. Mm. And the and the reason why like these are so important too is because I think that Every single person goes through in their development through these attached different attachment styles. And like you had said, babe, like we go from one gear to another. Some of them, you know, not all paths start from um, or go in the same order that you had listed there, though we all do start um, at the very beginning with gear one, right? So, well, I was d- independent out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, know. our species could not survive yeah. that, but like, babe, I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past you. No. <laughs> but um, I think that, you know, kind of circling this back around to why these are important. And as a listener, like with respects to your alone time and what's unique to you, say, for example, like, you know, like you're super, super codependent. It's it's likely that you actually don't have enough alone time when it comes to your partner, right? Your intimate partner. Say, for example, you are interdependent and you choose proactively to have alone time with kind of going back to the example at the very beginning. I think a lot of this has to do with personality as well. Um, there's three personality personality types, if you will, that I want to bring into this episode in addition to what you just had, babe, because I think that this self-awareness is really key when it comes to looking at different attachment styles in that regard. And then also shifting into what is my personality? What's my personality gear, if you will? So if you're an introvert, you honestly like being with other people and engaging with other people frequently, that is often an energy drainer. Why? Because you're likely always like optimizing for other people's needs because in some way, shape or form, you're likely like codependent on this person. So like, for example, in this this example that I gave at the very beginning of the episode, this partnership is very codependent. One partner needs the other partner to fulfill their needs. And so when there's not enough alone time, and that's very obvious because the gear shifts, if you will, into very abundant, very bubbly, like expression, opening up windows, blasting music, doing all of these different things that wouldn't otherwise been done. Because when those two partners are together, this individual is always taking care of the other partner's needs instead of herself. Right. So to that extent, this person could very well be an introvert, but yet 
when they're with their partner, they're having to be more extroverted, which is having to be more energetically um, energized, if you will, when you're spending time with people. The difference between an introvert and an extrovert really comes down to that and not to get too much into the details, but there are some people that are ambiverts and ambiverts are kind of a little bit of both. They're it's on- like being ambidextrous. Exactly. Like you have a right hand and a left hand. Yes. If you're righty, that's like you're an introvert. If you're a lefty, that's like you're an extrovert. And if ambidextrous means you can use both right and left. Yeah. Um, you always joke about how you can shave with right both and hands. left, both hands yep. simultaneously. <laughs> I've witnessed it. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but if you are ambivert, is ambi ambivert some people say ambivert or ambivert ambivert okay so if you're an ambivert it means that you kind of need both you're more harmonized in the middle there yeah some people are introverted and need to be alone and recharge more Mm -hmm. some people are extroverted and they get recharged by other people not me (laughs) (laughs) hey everyone we're mike and jesse and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to alvin and amelia from the conscious couples podcast Mike and I have been listeners of the show for a little while, and we decided we wanted to take it one step further and try out couples coaching. In the beginning, we were a little hesitant because we didn't really know how we would be supported through this journey, but Amelia and Alan quickly blew us away during our free 30-minute call where they were able to listen to us, hear our needs, hear our goals, and to just drive to five and find common ground, and we are so excited to jump in every single month with them to continue on our journey. So thank you guys so, so much. All the love. If you haven't tuned in, 10 out of 10 well, I think what's interesting is that oftentimes a lot of people say opposites attract, right? So you might have one introvert with an extrovert and what's actually bringing them together is the fact that they're very codependent on each other. So right. that's a great indicator that you're not getting enough alone time in your relationship. Just because you guys are on the opposite ends of the spectrum and balancing each other, that doesn't necessarily mean it is a healthy interdependent relationship and you're getting enough alone time. So I guess the key here is to really look at where are you at in terms of your dependency within your relationship. And that is likely a greater indicator as to whether or not you're honoring and feeling empowered to lean into what you really deeply need and what capacity with respect to alone time. So like, for example, I have spent a lot of my life as a quote unquote extrovert, right? That was very much my conditioning, very much of my programming to be energized by spending time with a lot of people. I've I guess shifted into a different phase of my life where I'm actually a lot more introverted now than I ever have been in my entire life. And as I shift into this gear, realizing how much interdependence you and I have, the alone time, there's so much. And I finally have had the opportunity to admit how much alone time I actually really need. It's actually one of my core needs that we have on the whiteboard. And because you and I have an interdependent relationship, you're actually able to like know and support how much solitude I need. And I think that that's something that's been super empowering for our relationship. And it just makes me wonder how many relationships are out there that do not actually get the alone time that they need, because it gets to a point where relationships get so enmeshed and you start to kind of lose a little bit of who you are. And I think that in, you know, there's a beautiful saying that like you need space in order to have a spark, meaning like you need to have you being you and your person being your person and not too much enmeshment, too much time together, because at some point like that enmeshment, you start, you lose a little bit of who you are. And I think that there's a lot of value in having the perspective of what your unique alone time is, because that's really what makes you who you are in many regards. If you lose the individuality, you lose the polarity. Yes. And then what attracted you 
plus and minus like a magnet yeah. no longer works. But if you're too far apart, then you're not connected and that kind of thing. Exactly. And so you got to find that sweet spot for you. Yeah. Uh, final story. I remember a couple and this, the, the, the male in this relationship was away. Yep. And the female in this relationship was at home while the male was away. And the male was really concerned that the female was not going to, was going to be lonely. Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, like, she's not going to be lonely. She's going to be pumped about this alone time. <laughs> but you don't know that because you're an extrovert and you'd be lonely. Right. So you're projecting what you would want mm. onto what she wants. When in reality, she's probably pumped that you're away. <laughs> and and so this this is a really important understanding here. How well do you know your partner? How well do they know you when it comes to introvert extrovert? And are you making each other wrong for that? Is right. this or are you just allowed to realize okay, you can go hang out with your friends if you want. I'm going to stay here by myself, which is which is my goodness, which is what I want to do anyway. And now you can actually be on a team and have this wonderful chicken soup so to speak of a little bit of broth a little bit of chicken a little bit of noodles everyone we both let's say Emilia and I we both love chicken soup I love food okay yeah we both love food so much <laughs> so much uh and but she might like her chicken soup with a little more broth and she does I than do. I do than yeah. I do and that's okay we can soup. make okay so let's make one big batch of chicken soup mm. she'll take more of the broth I'll take more of the chicken it's whatever <laughs> you know uh, I'm just joking I'll, g- I'll give you some chicken too love. but that's kind of our point here is Try to understand at a deeper level yourself and your partner from this frame and and then you can work as a team. And again, that's what the goal of every episode is, is how do you stay on a team instead of like this weird codependent, we need each other thing. Instead, let's optimize and synergize together. Mm. Okay. Uh, anything you want to add before we go, love? Um, I would just say that like it's normal if you run into these things. Like it's normal if you run into, you know, we have clients that have been like, noticing that they're on the complete opposite ends of the spectrum and it's made certain partners very insecure about their relationship Mm -hmm. of like oh well i'm away she's celebrating like what does that mean about our relationship it means actually that she is on she doesn't have enough alone time while you're together so maybe as a partner to support her better you could offer some examples of like well i noticed that you you feel very expressed when when i'm away how can we integrate that into our relationship while i'm here because that that could make for such a beautiful extraordinary relationship and understanding each other at the deep deepest levels but like again we're not taught any of this, you know, and we oftentimes project who we are on other people unintentionally and expect that that's what they would want, you know, just because that's what we would want. And instead of sitting outside of ourselves and thinking outside of ourselves and saying, this person's so different. That's why I love them. Right. And I want to understand their needs a little bit better. Being different is okay. As long as you have similar core values and core aspirations, it's, it's actually a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I said last story, but I do have one more that's really powerful. So Emilia and I were just away from each other for a week and a half. And for reference, that's the longest we've been away from each other since we moved in together a year ago. Felt like four years. And <laughs> it, did, it felt like forever. No, it felt like forever. And uh, honestly, I think that's the longest we've gone without each other in our entire relationship of the last three Seriously? years. Yeah. I was supposed to go on one trip to Milwaukee mm-hmm. and then and come home, celebrate my birthday with Emilia, yeah. and then leave again for Toronto. We ended up having our flight canceled and she actually made the suggestion that we actually stay and just drive to Toronto because flying back didn't make any sense logistically or time-wise. Your sleep would have been really negatively impacted. Right. And so the first Milwaukee trip was like, okay, cool. 
we're apart. This is great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What went from really healthy alone time of like, this is great. This is wonderful. Eventually, it was like too much. Yeah. And it was like, oh my goodness. And we were just a little bit, I don't want to say depressed. We were, we were sad on FaceTime. We FaceTimed each other every night. I I think except for one. I think we had our FaceTiming actually every night. I think, I'm pretty sure it was every night. I I haven't done my calendar yet, so I got to review it. But Mm. the point is, I think we might have missed one. Yeah. Uh, But on FaceTime at the tail end of this trip, because it ended up being a week and a half, what we thought was going to be three days, three days, and three days ended up being the nine days just away. Yeah. And by the end, we were really quite sad on Mm. FaceTime because it's too much alone time. Yeah. So for your relationship, (laughs) there's a sweet spot, right? We found ours. Okay. A couple days away. Great. (laughs) Anything more than that? I'm freaking out. I'm joking. (laughs) But that's my point. And that's Emilia's point here is there is a sweet spot for your relationship, but you're never going to find it Mm -hmm. if you don't, first of all, understand each other and yourselves at the deepest level, which is always the goal. Um, Okay. Thank you, love. Thank Mm -hmm. you. All right. So as you know, we do a Relationship Talks virtual event every single month, mm-hmm. always, every time, every month. All right. So for Relationship Talks event number 18, 18 in a row, 18 months in a row, pretty Holy cool. Holy schmoly. Holy schmoly. <laughs> nice. Uh, on December 8th, we will be doing one on how to not fight in your relationship. So Emilia, I'll never forget it. I've said this before. She said, Alan, we're never going to fight. Mm-hmm. When people fight, that assumes a winner and a loser. And when you fight, no one wins. And I was like, holy crap, never. Like, we're going to get married. We're going to, I have this whole vision for us. Uh, We're never going to fight. That doesn't make any sense because Mm. I grew up around a lot of that. Yeah. And to this day, over three years in, we've never fought. We've had challenging discussions, passionate dialogues, passionate dialogues, Mm -hmm. and maybe, uh, you know, a couple debates here and there (laughs) uh, about math. I'm joking. Um, But. We've never really fought. No storming out of the room, no yelling at each other, none of that stuff, which is crazy because what I once thought was impossible has become our reality. And we want to help you do that in your relationship too. Imagine how magnificent your relationship could be mm-hmm. if you didn't fight. And there's there's a reason why. It's our own personal development. There's a lot of underneath this and that's what this event is about. And so it can take 10 years to build a bridge and only one day to burn it down. Don't burn down your relationship. Don't take those Jenga blocks out and let the whole thing topple. Mm. Come to this event, join us. It's private, it's vulnerable, and it's a community of other people who want to get a better relationship. And we're going to help you learn how to do what we've done because quite frankly, a lot of it is Emilia and she's going to help teach us all uh, how we've made this possible hmm. what i once didn't think was so no speaking of private and vulnerable alan and i make sure that we dedicate at least 30 minutes every single saturday we call it service salad saturday where service it's salad service salad day. <laughs> <laughs> service saturday where we allocate. grab your salads come on down on zoom we'll have ours hers will have extra broth i'm joking <laughs> no it's, it's every single saturday we allocate at least 30 minutes to make sure that we have a private vulnerable space for you to talk anything relationships it's completely free we said it's private bring a salad if you want or not (laughs) i literally picture us like eating our salads with a with a podcast listener oh that'd be great well it's been awesome because we've had people from the community reach out listeners like completely cold just being like hey i want to take advantage of that of that 30 minutes And honestly, by the end of the call, like we have gone through some of the things that they've never had anyone 
able to talk about or, you know, dig into some of the areas that are pain points, you know, whether it was a topic that came up in an episode and they were like, I want to dig more into that. I want to help me and my partner want to improve in this arena. Like what's just like one small tip that you would share with us or maybe a blind spot that we have that you guys could illuminate. And after the 30 minutes, like it's like complete change the life and change the trajectory of what they're on. So we hope you take advantage of that. It's been amazing to meet our community members and we really do hope to see you on there. So the link will be in the show notes to book on our calendar every salad Saturday (laughs) and we'll see you soon. Uh, As always, it's not about me or you. It's about the The we. We'll talk to you next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.